Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on July 9th, 2023. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you would like to contribute financially to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, You'll find information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Deacon Inglory Lisher with a Gospel reading. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, the 11th chapter. But to what do I, will I compare this generation? Is it like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another? We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating or drinking and they say he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such is your gracious will. All these things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In our gospel reading today, we find a frustrated Jesus, and rightly so. John the Baptist has been arrested and is sitting in prison, and Jesus is having to deal with a group of people who aren't satisfied with the works and messages of John, or the works and deeds and messages and ministry of himself that he has given his life to. When John the Baptist comes along and preaches, preaches a message of repentance, his listeners say that he is demon-possessed and complain about his appearance. When Jesus comes along eating and drinking along a, around a common table, his listeners call him a glutton and a drunkard, declaring that he eats with tax collectors and sinners. Their picture of God is like Goldilocks and the Three Bears, not good enough and looking for the just right. But could we do any better today? Do we know what we're looking for and longing for in God, in Jesus? In one of the commentaries I read by Debbie Thomas, she frames it this way. In other words, when we're left to fend for ourselves, we routinely miss what matters. We don't know when to dance, when to mourn, when to repent, when to celebrate. We claim to be wise and discerning, but we don't recognize the divine when we encounter it. God is always too much or too little for us, too severe or too generous, too demanding or too provocative. On our own, we have little capacity to discern what is good and right and holy and true. And thankfully, we don't go at it alone. We aren't left to fend for ourselves. At the end of this text, we are given a great gift, an invitation from Jesus, a promise offered to the weary and the burdened. Offered to those not in power, 
but those who are willing to listen and who recognize that they can't make it on their own, no matter how hard they try. Come to me, all you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke up on you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Or in another translation we hear, get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Whatever version you identify with, whatever version provides you with what you need in your life today, the overall invitation is the same for the people in Jesus' time and for us now as well. We are invited, weary and burdened people, to encounter and live a life with Jesus and to receive rest. This is a call and an open invitation into discipleship with Jesus. We are reminded that in this scripture that God is the one who bears our burdens. God is the one who comes alongside of us and nothing demonstrates this more than the cross. But is this what we really want? Wouldn't we prefer a God who takes away our problems rather than helps us cope with them? Who eliminates the challenges rather than equips us for them? or who vanquishes our opponents rather than enables us to be peacemakers with them. This passage is much more about discipleship than about self-care. And then we hear the heart of this invitation, to take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Did you catch that? Take up my yoke upon you, not drop your yoke, not let it go, not lay it down but take it up, take Jesus' yoke. Jesus isn't saying, let go and let God. And as nice as that would be to just throw my hands up and say, it's all yours, God, I'm out of here. It's not like that, and nor should it be. That's not how we were created to be in the image of God. And that's not what the incarnational Christ asks of us, invites of us. Jesus invites us to be in a deeper relationship with him, to embrace discipleship as a way of being in community with one another and with God. And this doesn't mean that all of our troubles, our burdens will go away and that life will be easy. What it means is we do not bear these burdens alone. The Greek word for yoke is zygos. It's a coupling. And the Greek word for easy, Christos, means something more than easy. It's carrying more of a ring of kindness, of pleasantness. Jesus' yoke doesn't stifle or hold down or impose. Jesus' yoke gives life because Jesus' yoke is shared. It is coupled. It is held together, held with something and somebody else. Carolyn Lewis from Luther Seminary frames it this way. Jesus doesn't beat around the proverbial bush when it comes to being a disciple, as we've seen thus far. To believe in Jesus is not 
escapism from burdens or struggles or the events in our lives that cause the kind of weariness that might stir us up from our very souls. To be a disciple is to be yoked to Jesus. We are yoked to Jesus, whose yoke is kind and good and useful. These are so much better translations than the word easy. Yes, it is a symbol of burden, of oppression, of hardship. But we can't forget who's pulling the burden with us, with his head through the other oxbow. It is more than the promise of you are not alone in your suffering, although that's very true. It is more that the load will really feel lighter. Whatever, you bur whatever burden you bear, you do not bear it alone. Jesus is holding on to it too. So what are you bearing alone that could be lifted off you, your shoulders? Or what could make you lighter? Or what could you carry or offer to carry for another person who might seem to burden in your life? During the offering song, I want to invite you to write this down at your home, at your table, wherever you're worshiping with. And then at communion, wherever that might be for you, lay it at the table and know that in the bread and the wine that God is with you, you are not alone, and we are with you. The yoke we share in Christ also reminds us that our burdens are shared as well as our joys. As disciples of Christ, as followers of Jesus, we are part of this larger community as we are gathered, nourished, and sent to share the message of hope and the force rhythms of grace with a world in need. As I close, I want to leave you with this blessing from Duke Divinity Professor Kate Bowler from her latest book, The Lives We Actually Have, A Hundred Blessings for Everyday Life. It is a reminder for me, and hopefully for you, that in the weariness of life, in the everyday burdens that come, that there is true freedom and rest and joy in depending on the yoke of Christ and living a life with Jesus right beside us. So receive this blessing for your life. For when you're stretched too thin, I am stretched so thin that every task looms large. At first I thought it was, I was still falling, but no, I've hit bottom. I have no more to give, yet so much more to do. My resolve has dwindled and my hope is chased away. By every anxious thought, Will this ever let up? Will I ever get a break? Will there ever be enough? Oh God, show me again how this works. How you bring dry bones to life. God have mercy. Christ have mercy. Spirit have mercy. Blessed are we, the weary and the weak and the sore, with only the merest ember left burning, but, but who still whisper with a voice we can muster. Breathe on me, O oh God. Breathe life into my tired body, my heavy limbs. Bring light into the dark corners of my mind. Bring comfort into my sad heart. And kindle my awareness of who I was made to be and of what is mine to do. Blessed are we who turn our gaze to seek the one whose eyes meet ours, the one who knows us, the one whose nail-pierced hands formed us, like newborns whose bleary sight focuses to find adoring eyes beaming down, delighting and filling, mirroring and multiplying. Blessed are we who discover we are loved and held in arms that are strong enough to hold what we cannot. 
and with this blessing and promise of hope that we are held, we are yoked together with Jesus. I say thanks be to God. Amen. You've been listening to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. Thanks for joining us.